0: Hello, welcome to Jesus TV, Jesus in this mess. And so Jonathan and I um, are today not greeted by Emily, but that's by intelligent design. Jesus apparently doesn't want her. He's probably got her in some kind of wonderful mess. Hopefully it's a joyful mess. And she's like, oh yeah, I forgot Jesus TV's on. Um, But um, Emily, we missed you, but we're we started talking like, Oh, uh, where two or more gathered in his name, he'll still work with us. So um, good thing we've got three of us so we can um, keep Jesus. But I actually, Jesus showed me the loophole. He's always with us. So there's always two or more because he counts himself and the Holy ghost and angels. So anyways, you scriptorians out there might um, think otherwise, but what Jonathan and I were talking about, um, I had sent out a spreadsheet to Jonathan and some of my other friends saying, hey, here's the movies that uh, Jesus has been making and I've been helping him make. That's how my imagination works. Like Jesus makes movies and I get to help him. And it looks like to the outside observer, no, Greg, you're just making those movies. But those are disbelieving people. And I also have disbelief. Um, But I say, Lord, help my disbelief he goes, okay, but well then just refer to those movies as movies that I'm making and that you're helping me with, which I do. So I send Jonathan and my other friends this spreadsheet. And the, the spreadsheet is for them to um, basically track and say in this column, yes, I've watched that one. Yes, I've watched that one. And I've informed my friends, I don't care if you watch them because I don't care in Christ. Um, I, I, there's people I love and are really good Christians. aren't watching those movies so i just feel inclined these are the friends who kind of occasionally follow my stuff and so um jesus says put this tracking sheet together so that they can mark whether they're watching these okay so one of the things that but before he came on Jonathan i'm talking about how um the the google spreadsheet um entering in there and putting whether he watched it or not it's, it's kind of tedious, and it's hard to do. And I, and I told him, and I was excited about it. It's like, that's by design. Jesus does that by design, which is hard for people to believe, because I had a hard time believing that he was, this was years ago. I'm like, these movies you're making, Jesus, are super long. I mean, I'm liking them, but a lot of people may not. They, they like short TikTok things. He goes, this is by design. And he kind of hinted to me, Greg, this is how you separate wheat and tares. Um, and it's not like evil people and good people no in this case it's like people who are not supposed to be spending an hour watching whatever this is Um, they are to be turned off by that and so he puts in men weaknesses and strengths and so forth god does um, so that my stuff will just you know it's not my stuff it's jesus's stuff We'll put them to sleep. They're like, oh, no, I can't watch any more of this. That's by design. It's like you're in, um, in when, uh, the Wizard of Oz. You come to the flowers, and Greg's this big old poppy field. I'm like, oh, I'm going to sleep. I can't watch anymore. I can't say yes whether I watch this. That's by design. Jesus says some people are not supposed to travel this way. And Greg, and so I stood telling Jonathan, same thing with me. If somebody said I made a bunch of movies that Jesus had me make with him, and they're about genealogy and how to do our genealogy. I could start watching them, you know, if Jonathan made them I'm like, oh, okay, I'm going to sleep now. You know, these are very exciting. We got to save our ancestors. I'm like, I don't know why. I know, I know that's true, but I'm getting very tired. And I just your movies go on and on. Here's how you find your ancestors. And Greg's like, oh, I just can't stand it anymore. It's your spreadsheet, man. If I, I would totally love your movie. If your spreadsheet wasn't so hard, I have to enter in this. And so we we're talking about how these um, these tedious details could be an obstacle for somebody to watching a movie. And why wouldn't Greg fix that? And I told him, I said, you ought to look at all the tedious details that I have to go through because Jesus makes movies like this. I'm helping him. And it's like, oh, you really want to bring that in? So today I was gathering stuff. Very tedious. And my job as a program evaluator, the thing that lets me make sweaty wads of cash. I was telling him, my wife did it for like a day or two, and she goes, oh, how do you do this? It's just so mind-numbing, crazy, um, in terms of its tediousness and exactness. And and anyone who knows me, if you watch my Jesus Street preaching, you're like, Greg, you don't seem very exacting, right? It's I have bipolar... Tendencies, and we all do, whatever you're really strong on, uh, on one area, likely you have an opposite as well. So Jonathan was saying, you know, I just that's not kind of how I roll, you know, sit down and get a spreadsheet and write yes to all these movies and systematically go through these. And I told him that, yeah, I'm kind of a bipolar, but I I know this about you, Jonathan, because I know it about everybody, that Jonathan like me, likes to do things intuitively. I just like to do what comes, I'm a poet. But on the other side, Jonathan has this very, and I've seen glimpses of it, very, very intricate, tedious, like, oh my goodness, I don't know who would win, who's most tedious, who, who's most exacting, Greg or Jonathan, oh my goodness, what hoops you'll go through, Jonathan, to get things precise, um, and he was just acknowledging Yeah, it's true. And so what we're talking about today um, is uh, kind of the intricacies of the mess that is us. And one of those things that helped me understand the mess is that there are bipolar. um, The scriptures say there's opposition in all things. In all things, even Jonathan, yep, and even Greg, right. So if Greg... Who seems super wild and and un, un, um, unhinged and uh, spur of the moment? Does he have another side of him on the opposite that he can sometimes go to and rely on that's like the opposite of that? Oh yeah, you've probably never met anybody who has stronger ordering capacities um than this guy. But it's not always called for. And so I'm I'm one of the loosest guys you'll ever meet. How I talk and so forth. I'll come to you, Jonathan. And um so that's the that's the concept, but we were talking about a very specific thing. Jonathan, go with what you're talking about though. Cause I just wanted to, to get you guys up to speed, because we had that conversation offline. Now Jonathan, if he held his thought, go for it, Jonathan.
1: So um, I, I'll come back to um, the thing that we were talking about before we we left, which you kind of brought it to that back full circle um, and um, and say, you know, when you said that, I realized that you're right. Um, so I have stories um I, I have this feeling it's like, you know, I write poetry and I've written some prose, um, and you could call it, so I guess, scriptural commentary, um, my thoughts about, and my thoughts about the world, just commentary in the world, but, um, but the thing that's at my heart to write is these stories, um, and I've, i felt stopped for years, and it's just like, I try, I try, and it, I go around in circles, um, and, um, and I've started kind of accepting it, and like you said, um, that tediousness, it's like, I heard a a guy who's an author say once you know he's talked about how you know he'll he'll spend 6 years working on a book and he'll literally go over the same passages over and over and over and change a word and then go back and change another word because and I, and it's like when I heard him talk I was like <laughs> oh I totally get this it's like, because, and that's why I, I, I dislike most movies is because they don't realize when you write a movie, when you write a story, really any story, but especially a movie, like books are different. You got, you know, you got like, I don't know, you know, you could have 800 pages in a book, you know, just, just th- hundreds of thousands of words. And it's like, you know, but when you have a movie, Every single word matters. Everything you say matters. Every line matters. It's like, and if there's incongruities, the audience will tell. They may not know what's wrong, but they'll know something's wrong. It's like, you know, like that lady wouldn't act that way. She wouldn't say it quite that way. And they're they're not thinking this through in their minds, but they kind of go walk away going, It wasn't a very good movie. It was just kind of, you know, it's like, why did he do this? And why did he? And and, you know, and they'll be like going to the bathroom three days later, and they'll say, Why did he say that? (laughs) You know, like one line in the whole movie. Why did he say that? You know, because it stands out as an incongruity. And like this latest story I've been working on, I've rewritten, I've been rewriting the beginning. For about, I think, two months now, I've been rewriting the first two pages for about two months, and um, so you're. I, I realized you're right. It's like, and it's like I. You could say I'm obsessive about it, right? Because it it has to be right. It's like, and it's not like it, you know, like there's some people who just write to write, and they can write like like you'd create a Frankenstein monster, you know. It's like, oh hey, I need an arm here, you know. Go somebody, go get me an arm out of the graveyard. <laughs> you know? That's right. It's like, we need a brain somebody go get me a brain that's you know, right that's, yeah that's the way they construct movies is it's like we like some,
0: we need some nudity in here this is the part where the nudity. it doesn't matter who it is yeah
1: it's like you know you know what we don't really make this movie sell as a little sex let's throw some sex in there you know what and it's like oh hey let's have a fight scene here it's like it's like, and it's it's all, and, and people are getting tired of it. That's why, you know, the latest Marvel movies are just tanking. It's because it's all, I'm sorry, I'm going to swear, it's shit. Right. I totally don't swear, but it's like, <laughs> it's like, this is the way they're writing, you know, quarter of a million dollar movies. And that's what blows me away is it's like, okay, you're going to spend a quarter of a million dollars on this movie. And you're not going to make sure that somebody, and the problem is, and I've heard writers talk about this who write for Hollywood, is that there's too many fingers in the pie.
0: A quarter of a billion, we'll, just to, um, to to correct him, it's not a quarter of a million. They spend oh, yeah. a quarter of a billion.
1: Sorry, you're right, you're right. Quarter of a billion, you know, it's like, it's, and the problem is in the, a lot of the writers, I'll, I'll come back full circle, give me a second. You got me off on a subject, but you know, a lot of these writers who write for Hollywood are talking about it's like, there's too many fingers in the pie. So the truth is, is that a story comes out of the heart of the teller. So it's a very intimate experience. It's something that comes out of an individual. It comes out of one person. And what happens is that when people know this, when they write for Hollywood, you write your, you know, you write your, um, your story and then you, you sell it. You sell it to a, um, a production studio and then it gets raped. It just gets, you know, like one person after another, after another comes in and says, you know what, we should change this a little bit, we should change. By the time it gets produced, it's, you know, and who knows if it was a good story to begin with. You know, the person who wrote it might've been writing it like a Frankenstein monster, you know, and then it gets changed a million times. And so by the time it comes out, there's no congruity. Um, it's just, you know, it's like, well, we got to have enough violence and we got to have enough sex and we got to have, you know, and it's like, it'd be cool if we did this. And a lot of people who don't even, I think, understand the process get involved. So I got off, but the point being is that I get what you're saying. It's like, it's like, I have a lot of patience for getting the thing that is in my heart and soul kind of right on the paper. Um, and the truth is, is like, you are talking about like the stuff that you produce I like to listen to the stuff that you do, but I honestly, I listen to much of what you produce while I'm, while I'm making lunch or dinner, or it's like, I want something to listen to, which is not going to drag me down, right? Because so much of what I find out there is just going to drag me down. And it's like, and the truth is, is it's not what I'm doing. Like you said, it's like, you talk about this world building thing. It's not exactly what I'm doing. But what I found is it doesn't hurt, and oftentimes you will say something that helps me in the thing that I'm doing, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, that's really good. That's actually really helpful. You know, in what I'm doing. Yes. You know, so, so I, I actually want to bring this to a to something that occurred to me, and then I'll turn it back. So, so I, I'm going to share something that that I began to notice about 30 years ago, I think. I was in my early 20s. Um, I used to listen to talk radio back then. I haven't listened to talk radio in decades, but I used to listen to talk radio. And there was a guy, he's um, an LDS guy. He he, he was on 96.1, I think is what it was. Anyways, he talked about it and I've heard other people talk about it. I have a sister-in-law who said that she had the experience So there have been multiple people in the LDS world. You know, it's like, again, forgiveness, I hope, from those who aren't. But Greg and I both come from a background that's that's LDS. And many of them have had the same vision. Okay. Some have seen it in a a dream. Some have seen it in a vision. And what they saw was an earthquake along the Wasatch Front. And when this earthquake happened, um, water came up. Out of the earth and it's like one place um there's a book called visions of glory um and the guy had three near-death experiences and he saw this in his one of his visions when he died um and he's i'll describe it as he described it but pretty much most people i've heard say they saw the exact same thing what i saw was he saw these geysers of water when there was this earthquake in the wasatch front they saw geysers of water, like water, like came like, like the earthquake opened up an underground um, river, like massive river with under pressure. And it started like water comes shooting up here and the water comes shooting up there, just like all over just, and it's, and it begins to flood the Salt Lake Valley. And, um, and one in the visions of glory, what he saw was that like the whole, lower end of the valley like the south end of the valley collapsed and like fell down like i can't i don't know how far and there was after that he said there was this massive lake down there and i you know i've, got, I've thought about this often a lot i mean not like seriously it was just kind of something interesting. like you know at the time i was like really like all these people and a lot of them were weird <laughs> You know, like they were just kind (laughs) of, you know, and and of course, look who's talking. But it's like a lot of them were kind of weird people. And I was like, I don't know about all this. And then I read it in Visions of Glory. I was like, Yeah, there's something to this. I don't know. You know, well, it's only been in the last few months. Like I kind of had like, because I look at everything symbolically. Most people I found think, oh, all this stuff has to happen literally. And I don't think that way like i think well what might be happening right now or what could happen that that would be like that and i realized it was like it was just within the last couple of months i realized like oh my gosh that's what's happening right now that's what i'm finding is that like if you consider water like truth like the like living waters it's happening geysers are springing up everywhere and from every unexpected location right so like in these dreams it was kind of a chaotic thing like an earthquake you know and water's just shooting out of everywhere and it's coming so fast like try putting your mouth around that fire hose right right following me like like you can't like and that that is like you're talking about this is kind of god's providence he intends this it's like Right. It's like, like, and that's what I'm finding. Like lately, I've been listening to these near-death experiences. Oh my freaking gosh. Like, like, like you talk about geysers of truth. It's like, it's like things that I never considered. And it's like, you know, and I'm the kind of person, like, if you tell me something that's crazy, I'll listen as if it might be true. Like I, I, I really listen. And it's like, these people are saying things I never would have guessed, but like I'm being surprised that some of the things like the spirit is bearing witness to me that like what they saw when they died, like this is, yeah, this is part of the truth. And what I'm brought to, to, you know, is like, I'm just in awe, like in wonder, like the truth of God and the way that the universe works is unfathomable, and right now it's like he's revealing stuff, it, you know, and it's it's almost chaotic, like it's not coming from the authoritative source. Of course, it's coming from some of the authoritative sources, but it's also coming, you know, out of the middle of State Street, you know, out of the, you know, and, and it, it, it appears like, you know, whole whole sections of the earth are falling away down into great lakes of of water, and It's, it's cause I think it's cause it's the millennium, Greg. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's
1: like, it's like we are entering into the millennium and it's coming from every direction and there's no way to get our mouth around the water. And it's like, that's why it's like, I kind of say, it's like, it has to be okay. I'll try to get over there and fill in the spreadsheet, but it's like, you're just one source that all this is coming from. That's right. Yeah. Well, if I have time. So it's like it's like I may watch the videos and I may never tell you if I watched them because there's much and I'll pass it back.
0: No, that's fine. And and that's what uh, like the movie I made this morning or I'm making. Actually, um, um, God wants me to be fine with that, because what I've asked him for in my heart, because he actually puts the questions and a lot of the askings like, oh, I need to be able to make sense of this because you're gathering me with a lot of people that I can see that they're architects, engineers and designers of early Zion. This is my story, this is what I believe. They have certain gifts or endowments. So, so like Jonathan has poetic pop prophecy, like well, how's, how does this fit in this project that we're doing, Jesus, in this world building project. So definite project, literal world building in the, um, which will be both physical and virtual. That's what he has me doing and it's part of Ernie Zion. And it's not the only project I'm working on, but that's the, the, the huge one. And um, he continues to gather an increasing number of friends that have similar interests, building Zion and finding a new way. And they bring with them skills and gifts that I would identify as kind of architectural, overarching, uh, like if you are to build a foundation, like or a new nation, like founding fathers stuff. But not all the founding fathers, for instance, worked on uh, a project called Declaration of Independence. People are familiar with that project. That was one project. Was that the Bill of Rights? No, that was not the Bill of Rights. It was called the Declaration of Independence. It has a specific purpose. And so, that's the same with this virtual world building. So you're gonna see it in the metaverse. You can already, those that have eyes to see, or if you just have a Google, Google world building in the metaverse, you'll see it. What you won't be able to see is world building in the Jesus first, building Jesus worlds. But if, if you connect with me, then you, you can learn about that. But here's the thing, not all of my friends or the people God's gathering with me are called to that project. Um, they may be called to a project like that I'm working on with Jesus, uh, having to do with music and some hymns, new hymns. so and and so, for my mind and my sake, like, okay, um this has been a problem ever since two thousand and fifteen. I would initially in two thousand and fifteen invite a bunch of people, friends, anyone who kind of understood me, lots of people. And over time, I realized, they're not watching these they're not interested in this And <laughs> I like oh that's kind of disappointing and it felt failureish but god's like no it's not a failure um they're just not called to it and so um i shifted off that because those friends would still remember when i would email them i don't anymore at some point it just stopped and I, it's not because i was mad at them i still love them and i talk with them but just not about that stuff like no they're not interested same thing with my family and so forth there's these people who are dear to me, um, but they're not interested and that's fine. They don't have to be. Um, and that's what I don't want is, is that um, uh, I've grown up in a culture sometimes where somebody gets excited about something or this big project and they expect everybody to do it. Genealogy be one of those that everybody should be doing genealogy. Well, good, all at the same time. Uh, go ahead, Jonathan.
1: Um give me a second i gotta sign off for two seconds okay yeah, no
0: problem yeah remember for a second oh yeah we're good. we're good we're good i'll sing a jesus song while we're waiting for him let's see uh yes that one that's the one i'm back oh i didn't even get to do my song i was going to give him an interlude song um but bottom line is I received a blessing um, because Jesus says, put this spreadsheet together. This will help you know what you need to know. Cause I'll be able to look at that spreadsheet and see who's watched the movies. And they'll see that my friends will see like, Oh, he's watched his own movies, which aren't mine. They're Jesus's twice or three times. Cause that's what I'll be doing. Jesus informs me. <laughs> You're going to go back because there's certain things that I have to refresh my mind about because we're actually building this these world things. And when I look over and there's a friend that she's got an empty column, doesn't mean they're a bad person. They're not doing what they're supposed to. <laughs> How would I know that? I'm, I'm not Jesus, but I can judge by that. And Jesus will allow me to judge and like, okay, so um, if I can make a new movie about world building, it's really a really good movie about world building. Yeah. You don't need to let those people know. Um, they know where the spreadsheet is. Oh, but I really ought to let him know. I'm so excited. I think Jonathan really liked this one. Um, No, he's he's got something else going on. He can always come back to it. Um, And so that's where I am. It puts me at a place of peace and ease. That's what I've been seeking. And I've already have substantial amount of that because I I let go of all these people that I thought might be interested. It's kind of like writing a book. Oh, read my book, read my book. No one's reading my book. I'm not getting any comments back. And these are people who care about me. <laughs> well, get over it. They don't want to read your book, um, but they still love you. They're going to invite you to their birthday party. Um, we don't, and and so I I know that God is informing my mind with a bigger issue, okay? The bigger issue is as we gather in Zion, because he's gathering people, there'll be people who do that. You're not doing my project. You're not all in on Zion. Uh, that's not a very humble um, take. Maybe they're called to something else right now. Oh well, God didn't tell me that. <laughs> yeah, well, me as well. I, and He lets us struggle with that. But anyways, that's what that is. Jonathan, go ahead.
1: Yeah. So this is this is actually a good conversation. Um, and maybe there's some artists who are listening, and this will help them. I, 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 perhaps I don't know. Because um, I think artists struggle with this, you know. Because it's like you feel something so deeply, it's like you know, it's like this thing has to go to the world, you know. I I need to share this, you know, and especially with people that you care about, you know. Maybe you want to share this thing, but you know, it's it's kind of interesting. There's a couple thoughts that go through my mind as you talk about all that. The one is that it appears to me that um, God is a recorder or a um, not a recorder. It's the wrong word, but He's a he documents. So it's like, and the children of God document, you've talked about this. It's just kind of in our nature. And the cool thing about what we're doing, I think, is that it's, we intend, we're doing what we're doing, intending it to last forever. So it's like, you know, one of the really discouraging things about being an author is that, you know, most authors are writing penny novels, you know, or what used to be penny novels. It's like they're writing something and they really, you know, even in the days when you would get a traditional publisher, it would come out, it would, it would have a run, and the vast majority of books never had a second printing. Right? So it's like, you're really writing stuff to be consumed. It's just it's just something to come out there, it's a flash in the pan, it's something that people pick up, they read, they forget about, you know. Um, and yet, you know, we're writing something that's supposed to last forever. I, I remember some of these near-death experiences one of them, I, I heard this lady talk about, you know, she um, um, she was shown this castle and because she, she was kind of interested in medieval stuff. And, and, um, and I think it was Jesus that was showing her around or an angel. And he said, do you want to see this? And she was like, oh yeah, I'm interested. She went in and there was a lady in there who was kind of the curator of what was kind of like a museum. And there was these different you know, like pictures on the wall, but the pictures were kind of like in a movie where it's like, they would come to life and you would actually be able to go into the picture and watch a person's life. And the fascinating thing was that it was like, it was extremely fascinating to her and to this lady who was the curator, but to most people, they didn't really care, but you could literally like look in and watch in detail somebody's life. And so it's like, it's like, and and I have the feeling it's like, These things, like the things that we intend to preserve, you know, kind of like the Book of Mormon. In a sense, it's like, you know, it's like, you know, it's in the earth for 2,500 years, you know, and then all of a sudden, you know, there's this group of weird people called Mormons. Now, (laughs) we're like geeking out on, you know, Nephi and Moroni and all of this, you know, and it looked like it was just dead history in the ground for, you know for thousands of years. And, and so, so that's kind of, like you said, it's a healthy way to kind of, as you're creating, and, the, and then the other part that came to mind too, was like, I thought about like, oh, well, okay, I think I kind of get this. It's like, um, Charles Dickens, Charles Dickens, I try to remember what the first book he wrote was called, it was, um, I can't remember. And if I restate the title, you wouldn't remember it either, because you're not, you're not a, Deacon, a Dickens geek, but there's a good chance that you might have heard of um, uh, what's the bo- one about the little boy? Um,
0: yeah, um, yeah, I know what you're speaking of.
1: Um, uh, yeah. Yep, yep, and and of course everybody has watched A Christmas Story.
0: Yeah,
1: right. The world knows a Christmas story but very few people know the pen pendington pen Pendleton whatever I'm trying to remember the title of his first book you know it's like it's like um so uh I know we've talked about this before but um the nice thing to know is that it's like um oh the other thing I was going to say too is that also, just because somebody doesn't put a yes on your spreadsheet doesn't mean they haven't watched them right. in that particular.
0: Right. Yeah. Well, and and um, I I allow for that because then they can personally say, hey, I've watched them all. Because even if they have watched, it's still like, so what, Greg? Right. I I, I wait for Jesus. Like, um, does that mean they they could watch them all and say, no, I'm not building a world like you are, but I just find it all very fascinating. Well then, I know what's going on. Uh, Jesus is just has them in a holding pattern. I mean, why would he have him watch those? I don't know. Um, but what I'm what I'm trying to do is what you'll see in the uh, secular world. Google um, has to spend a lot of energy at this because advertisers they only got so much money, so much time on their hands, and they want to share like a um, an eye trimmer, um, and they want to know who's going to be interested in an eye trimmer so imagine my my movie called um today's movie just released was uh uh bittersweet symphony spin off who's going to be interested in this movie bittersweet symphony so um what, what, what jonathan is talking about like oh you need to have a better way to know whether I watched this. And, and Google works on this, like not only can we know if he watched it, but um, when he cut off, oh, he only watched half of it. Um, and so he said he watched it, but he only watched half of it. Um, yeah, so when he puts a yes there, yes might mean, yeah, I watched five minutes of it. So I'm just gonna give Greg a yes. Um, and I have to leave that to why you give me a yes, Jonathan. You, well, I just want you to feel good. I feel, feel so sorry for you, Greg, doing that weird Jesus stuff. And, you know, and I'm doing my own weird Jesus stuff. So, you know, and I'll be like, yeah, don't bother. But, you know, if you want to, fine. Um, but what it, what it helps me do is what Google's trying to do for the advertiser is kind of, they can look at their stats and they go, isn't this interesting? that this eye trimmer, there's very few men who want to trim their eyes. And, and we actually advertise part of this is men will want this too, but it's not looking like it. In fact, these men will start watching two seconds of it and they're out like, what? Um, and so maybe men aren't ready to look really good like women. Um, maybe our assumptions are wrong. Maybe we should just focus on the women. So they, anyways, these are called marketing decisions and so forth, and you look at this, but um, this, what I've just told you, is having to be dealt with not just by advertisers, but by um, faith people, people of faith, who have these projects, huge projects they bring a lot of energy to. And they need to like, who's who's doing this work? Who, who wants to do this work? And so forth. And so um, getting that kind of feedback um, uh is I'm just saying it has precedent it's not an unimportant thing um and I um and I just wait for jesus to say where it goes but I can feel in my soul it'll help me that's what like what's this about no it's not about you putting yes Jonathan in <laughs> fact it helps me if you watch him and don't put yes why because then I'll just assume you're not doing anything with it and I I won't um, like like today I messaged Jonathan there's two people I messaged one was Jonathan McCormick and the other was Lyman Compton because I thought this would be a particular interest this is a very interesting topic and I think these two would be interested but if I don't see yeses I'm like ah, they know where it's at so I, I basically back off that um, energy and think no they already got stuff going on you know maybe they have a big tragedy they don't need me messaging them um They know where it is. And so that's all they would need is like, so all my friends and my wife doesn't even know where it's at. At some point, I'll give her the link. I'll say, you'll notice that I did not put a column for you because, but here's all the links. But if you ever want me to put a column, fine. Well, so you don't have a column for your wife? Do you not love her as much as you do Jonathan? No, I love her way more than I love Jonathan. Okay, I'm married to my wife. But I already assumed like, I don't think she's interested in this stuff. I don't think she's like, oh, I want to learn how to build worlds, and so providing. Um, so God's also providing me one spreadsheet to rule them all. All the movies He's given me, I just go to one place, and and anyone could like, oh, you know, I, I I think I want to watch one of those movies. Some of th- that last movie you made, it's from heaven. And I'm now thinking, I used to think you were crazy, but now that I saw that movie, it lined up with what God's told me. I want to watch all these movies. Well, the nice thing is I'll just send them one link and that's it, I'm done. <laughs> and I'll say, hey, if, if you get a hankering for these, I'll add you to the spreadsheet if you want to um, you know, put yeses. Um, but the, the truth is, I think there's going to be very few, but I think five years from now, if I've got five, architects, engineers, and designers who've said yes to those, that tells me something about that project and, and where to bring my energy, who to pick up the phone and say, hey, um, uh, would you be interested in doing this world building project? We're taking the metaverse things that the AI is now doing with world building, and we're now going to combine them with the Jesus first. I, I would not make a call like that to o- only very select people. You know, it would be of interest widely to all my friends. You'd say, well, what you're talking about is really exciting. Yeah, um, but so is Elon Musk's rocket ships. I'm not here to entertain people's whimsical excitement. I'm here to do something that's heavy lifting and not um, just a spectacle. So if God gives me a revelation um, in a movie that's just substantial, I'll be tempted to not send it to anybody. I'll just like, hey, you know, you know where the movies are um, because like, I just not into that. Like let's build this thing and who's who's called to this work. And so this is, this movie that I'm making right now is called uh, By Their Fruits You Shall Know Them. So I just made a little intro movie that Jonathan will see. And it just explains this to people like Jonathan and my other friends. Hey, here's, here's how Jesus has me rolling. That's why you have that spreadsheet, but um, anyways, thanks for letting me reiterate that, Jonathan. Any thoughts?
1: Yeah, yeah. Let me actually see where we're doing on time. I'll I'll try to make this my closing thought because okay. we're kind of
0: getting. Yep, yep, we're there.
1: Um, I was just going to say, um, uh, I think you know you've talked often about call and response, and um, I think that that's what because I, I actually I get why you're doing that. I'm actually in a similar position right now too, in that it's like, I'm I'm readjusting my efforts again. Okay, what exactly am I doing? Who exactly am I trying to reach and how much? You know, it's like, I don't wanna overload people who don't want to hear something every day, but at the same time, you know, it's like, I know that some of the people who don't have time to keep up every day do like to hear from me now and then so it's it's this strange place. And then there's the frustration for me of sometimes that it's like I'll be using a platform that it seems obvious to me is not even feeding to people who want to hear. You know, like that I found that with YouTube. YouTube I'm discovering is is kind of frustrating to me because it's like it's like it seems to not even even the people who are subscribed, it doesn't it doesn't feed them you know the the thing that i'm i'm putting out that they actually have said they want to hear and so um so it's it's um it's a process and i'm really curious to find out what you're going to learn through the process of doing what you're doing and of course i'll give you my feedback on what i'm learning and i think the world of marketing is doing this too it's like we're in a world now where it's like it's now individualized You know, it's not, it's not the big names and everybody knows the same songs. Everybody can say, you know, two scoops of Kellogg's Raisin Bran because they've seen the commercial. Every single human on the planet has not seen the commercial. So it's a new world where we have a chance to connect with the people. And it's not, it's not at all a matter of, of who's in keeping with this great movement. It's like the movement is so beyond me. It's like, it's more a matter of trying to serve those who want to be served as much as they want to be served. I think the one thing that both of us are gonna learn is that it's beyond us. I think both of us are gonna come out of this realizing, I'm gonna do the best I can to reach the people who wanna be reached, but I'm just gonna have to trust some divine thing because it's like, that's what I'm discovering partially and yet, at this point, I still, for me, I'm in a place where I need more response. It's like I need to connect to more people who like what I do. And maybe that's part of where you're at too. Is it's like, it's like, okay, I'm really getting down to the nitty gritty. I I I need to figure out who's in keeping with this and who they and what kind of people though people in the advertising world will cause this an avatar. You know, it's like there's a part of me I'm like, okay, what's my avatar? And what here, and I'll make this my last statement. The interesting thing is that the people who are mostly involved, most involved in what I'm doing, I'm learning I don't think are my avatar. Like, because they're receiving something from above. What I'm discovering is that my avatar are people who are searching and haven't even found like they're, they're not even connected to this thing that you and I are both connected to that's happening. It's like it's like there are people who get my stuff and they're like, you know, they don't have, have this other source over here that's feeding them stuff. And it's like, they get a hold of my stuff and they're like, and that begins the journey for them. Fascinating, but we'll see how it all pans out. I'll call that my last comment.
0: Yeah, no, that's good. I like- you look like you cut out. I'm still here I, so you're okay unstable we're back um yeah so um yeah I think you understand and and I do uh, that uh, even like this Jesus in this mess we are going forth not knowing beforehand the things that we should do we feel called to it and we're okay with well let's end it if if that's where god wants us to but I, I don't feel that like no I think this is good it's been productive uh, and it's going to be interesting because I'd like. Oh, this is this has got some interesting potential, and this is how everything that I work on with God is. It's like, um, you know, part of me would like to nail it down, but it's like, no, that sounds like Nephi. Take one and take two. You are not traveling that way anymore, Greg. That you are going to find that most of what you're doing is a mystery, but, but just recently he took out some of the mystery of it. Like, okay, you can find out amongst your friends um, who is watching these movies. But like Jonathan says, well, maybe we won't mark them. <laughs> well, Good. I don't care. I'm just going to treat it like you're not watching them. Um, and, and that's fine. Um, could be like a marketer. I'm, I'm using my wife's account. You don't know that Greg Muller's watching your stuff you're going to think that my wife's looking at the bathing suits. <laughs> so you can't um, hijack me, um, you know, and, and I've, I've fooled them. So yeah, Jonathan, you can fool me. Like, um, yep. See, I didn't fill that out. But, and, and, and like, then I have to leave that to God. I mean, the whole thing, even if you put yeses like, well, what does that mean now, Greg? I have no idea. Um, but other than this, if somebody from an organization said, um, So um, we are the Muslims and we want to put together the Olivers. We see what your Jesus verse is. We've had somebody privately going through that. Um, We see what the Jesus verse is and you've talked about the Olivers, that there'll eventually be an Olivers. There'll be a Lord verse. And the truth is worldwide, the the nation of Islam would like to build an Olivers. We've seen your stuff and we know that you know stuff. So we'd like to meet with you and whoever else, i just go to my list like, okay, looks like Lyman Compton. He's the only one that's watched all these. And it's not like a, I'm going to punish Jonathan. No, I, I may or may not. But, but, but if they say, oh, yeah, you're limited to two people, i just grab them. It'd be like Joseph Smith saying, fill out this form if you're interested in, in translation of plates. And you could privately be like studying Hebrew, you didn't, but you didn't fill out the form. And so when Joseph Smith says, oh, yeah, we're, we're assembling the School of the Prophets, you don't get invited. Why? you didn't fill out the form. And people say, that's a tragedy. No, that's God. That's what Greg can say. He's over all things. Even the forms we fill out, he doesn't want us to get a job. So sometimes he's put you in a little bind. And so you're like, just because I forgot to put a signature on that, that's why they're not going to hire me. Oh, Those guys, hold it. Is it those guys or is God with you? though? you ascend to heaven, he is there. Though you go to the depths, he is there. Could it be that this is way God, he's using your weakness, Greg, um, and I'm left to think, yeah, I think so. I think he doesn't want me to have this job because, man, what are the chances I didn't see that? I should have signed it. And why is that company so idiotic that they're doing this? And so, I've missed grants and so forth, but I've also learned from those experiences. So, Um, that's, once you start putting stuff in place, it has implications. But I tell you what, it's a whole lot better than what I was running with before, where I was sending, definitely sending things to people that they didn't want them. And I I had expectations, oh, I wonder what they're thinking of these. And And I had one person say, the only reason I watch those is because I'm concerned about you. I'm just trying to check your mental health. <laughs> that was the last one I sent to them. Not because I, I, I told them, oh, I'm so thankful that you do. But um, I'm like, yeah, I don't need that. Um, I already know that I'm crazy, um, but crazy in Jesus. Um, and, and, and I don't want this person to have to labor through movies. Are you kidding me? Uh, I'm being kind. I don't want you to have to watch two hours of movies. I don't think you're called to that. Now, they they didn't come back and say, you're not sending me the movies. I would have sent them. I'd say, man, you really are persistent. But they didn't have that much charity. No, if he's not going to send them to me, I'm not going to watch them. So they felt probably grateful. I don't have to monitor Greg's mental health. Um, Now, they were close to me, so they can probably monitor it in other ways. Um, But that's... um, that's where I'm going to. And and I hope Jonathan, that maybe I'm leading you by example, because I think these are new tools. They're just like one-on-one. They're not um, this algorithm that's keeping track. Eventually they'll be keeping track of our eyes and they'll do it because you'll have these glasses on and they'll look, actually look at your iris to see how excited you are about stuff. And so it'll be useful data. I don't know if Jesus will have me use that, but that's coming. Um, and so, oh, are they, not only did they watch our ad, but how excited were they about our ad? And, and that actually translates into money where they can actually get more from Anheuser-Busch. This guy likes that Mulvaney, even though um, he's saying, oh yeah, that's crazy. We're gonna feed more of this. And so they'll, they'll um, segment their advertising dollars. Um, but I don't anticipate I'll ever do that kind of stuff. I'll just do this lame spreadsheet that um, Jonathan doesn't want to fig- fill out and he doesn't have to because God would use that very thing to help me make my own decisions and and I'll tell you this Jonathan um, I could see in the future if, if there was that I'd still email you and say yeah Jonathan I, he may or may not be watching these movies but I think I need him when we go to this um, uh, all the verse thing because he is a bridge between different faiths and understandings. So I need him sitting there beside me or on on Zoom as we talk to Mohammed about the altiverse that they want to build. And Jonathan can help translate my language. You're like, well, I didn't watch your movies. You don't have to, Jonathan. I watched the movies. I watched them twice. Um, There's one person who's um, familiar with how to build this, but you're coming because I know you're familiar with elements of storytelling movies because movies is a big part of how the um the jesus verse and the metaverse will be expressed so anyhow um that's about as far as i want to go with that um understanding um about the spreadsheet that will um will help me judge the fruits but it's imprecise which i like it's imprecise and so it's up to jesus he, um, Jesus knows how to get Jonathan's attention. If he, if Jesus wanted Jonathan to put yeses there, oh, uh, he's right there. He'll squeeze Jonathan. Does Jonathan like? I can't go to sleep because I could, I haven't put yeses on Greg's dang spreadsheet. Um, and then he puts yeses, and God fills him with peace. Oh, I feel so good now. Oh, why, 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 why? Right. That's what Greg's counting on. Because <laughs> Greg's just a mortal. Go ahead, Jonathan.
1: Okay, so I was gonna close with that, I'll close with this instead. So I actually thought of a way that I can do it without using your spreadsheet. And everybody can, if you wanna do it this way. I'm just gonna make a comment.
0: There you go, absolutely.
1: Oh, so that's, yeah. the you go. And then, um, yeah, that, that would actually make it way easier. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Than having to go back and forth to the spreadsheet. Yeah. And if you, if you decide to do that, tell everybody, hey look, would you please, I would like you all to watch instead of, you know, you can either go to the spreadsheet or you can make a comment but you don't have to tell them that that's what i'm going to do though because yeah. um because i get yeah I, that's just my personality so anyways awesome. i'll
0: let you go no i like it okay have John. a good have sabbath you yeah you you too bye-bye